Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Griffin. And I'm the other host, Logan. And this is the Finding Fitness Podcast. What's up and welcome or welcome back to the show. In today's episode, Logan and I discussed fitness trackers, what we think about them, some of the benefits, some of the negatives, and much, much more. If you haven't yet, please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It helps us out. Another way you can support us for free is to leave a rating or review again wherever you get your podcasts. So go do that right now. Hope you guys enjoy this one. I'm just going to say it. I feel like most fitness trackers are pretty much useless for most people. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree? I would agree. Yeah. It's just I feel like most of the time... It's just kind of an accessory and not really actually used for anything. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they can be beneficial if it's for the right reasons and for the right person. I don't think they will... If a person's already inconsistent and already struggling with their fitness, I don't really think it's going to push them over the edge of getting into it and being consistent and helping yeah. them on their journey. I think it's more of for the person who is consistent already and likes to look at data likes to see their heart rate likes to see you know whatever it is their sleep yeah just pretty much the the data yeah and that's what i mean these watches are for is data and to gather this data to gather stuff about you know your health and besides that like there's not much else you can do with them but Mm -hmm. i mean for health reasons you know um, yeah but you know apple watch you call people yeah that's the the new one like recognizes if you're in a car accident or it, i don't know it has like a ekg built it's into it pretty much a built-in phone yeah it's, yeah not far off at this point and i really feel like most people who get an apple watch aren't using that for fitness like i don't you know i don't i wouldn't say like yeah. i wouldn't recommend that to anyone like if they're like i need i want a fitness tracker like i think it'll really help me i would never say mm-hmm. apple watch just because it is basically your phone part two just on your wrist yeah so do you think that some people get it for just using it as a little extra accessory look? yeah and then they slowly start to see the steps the calories and stuff and then start using it as a fitness tracker or do you think like because that's how i picture it. when people buy an apple watch I figure that they use it for the phone purposes and then they slowly start to pick up on little things like it says to get moving, it says I burned this many calories today, it says that mm. I walk this many steps. Do you think that that's how it works or? Well, I definitely think a lot of people, it, like maybe they get it as like a bundle with getting the iPhone or they get a deal. and I guess just... I never thought about that, yeah. I don't really think, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some people, obviously, that use it just strictly for fitness reasons. That's how it's, like, marketed, like, the commercial commercials. Um, it's, like, marketed towards fitness and at least mostly, obviously, that shows the feature, like, recognizing the car accident and whatnot. But I, I don't know if people, obviously, I think they recognize that they can do that, but how many of them actually are, like 
using that data for any like beneficial reason besides mm-hmm. just having the data probably not many so like i'm sure people recognize it and see it and maybe have like a step goal or have like a certain whatever they have like the fill the rings thing on apple watch yeah to, i don't know what um i don't know what those are all are like me heart rate steps calories or something yeah something like that i had an apple watch at one point and i still don't i was very unfamiliar with how to work it (laughs) yeah and i don't like that um you have to take it off the charge so you know you're missing a period of time regardless even if it's at night or whenever Mm -hmm. like of gathering data so that there's to me, that just shows right there it's not going to be 100% accurate. Yeah. None of them are 100% accurate in terms of fitness trackers at all. But just the fact, like, most of, most fitness trackers you have to take off. Mm-hmm. And my thing was when I took it off, I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So then it would be, like, three days and I'd be like, I better put my Apple Watch yeah, back it, on. Did you even use it as, like, for fitness at all? I don't ever. I just rem- rem- honestly remember it as... I was at work and I would just be like, oh, I hit this many steps today mm-hmm. and just, yeah. which it was kind of weird because I felt like you would say that I burned like 300 calories in a day, <laughs> which obviously is not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It comes down to like the data and stuff isn't really addressing like the root cause for why people are, let's say, struggling with fitness or health. You know, it's just data. It's not fixing who they are. It's not fixing their habits. Mm-hmm. You, know, hum- you know, it's human nature. It's not It's not that people have a lack of data. That's why people aren't getting into fitness. Like, it's not like obesity, you know, people, percent of people overweight is going down since we've had more advanced fitness trackers. It's going up. Yeah. So, I mean, that right there kind of goes to show. Not that it's the sole reason for that, but it's not like it's really... I wouldn't say it's doing much, honestly. Yeah. To be honest, you know, it's not it's not addressing again the root cause. Like it's a habit thing and you know, it doesn't it just doesn't hit that. Yeah. I also think it can be used as a type of excuse like not to start. Like let's say a person wants to start getting into fitness and health or whatever, but they feel like they can't cuz they don't have like a a watch or a metric or something yeah. to like look at. Which to, like track progress let's say or it's just like supplements like you don't need supplements Mm -hmm. to get the body that you want it's just an addition that people spend money on yeah it's the same with that yeah that's a good point yeah and i definitely think they can be beneficial like the self-awareness aspect and it can you know push people let's say to move like if it reminds you to get up mm-hmm. and walk or something or yeah. you know something like that I, a lot of people are into the like the steps the step goals which yeah. is great it's good for people to get moving and stuff and you know but that doesn't necessarily tell the whole story like in regards to how active you are i mean they're not always 100 percent accurate and i have like a study for this episode that sh- like did a study on the step counter on some fitness trackers and what they found is um certain arm movements would count as steps or i was gonna ask you about certain this it only pick up certain distances like if you're just like get up to walk from your couch to your fridge it doesn't mm-hmm. even register 
So it has to be like over a distance or a certain amount of time. And then if someone had like a cane or like a walker or pushing a shopping cart even, it oh. wouldn't even register the steps. So it would throw it so off. So it would kind of have to be in like a So basically it was reading motion. like your arm arms, not really your legs. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not to say it matters. It's like if you know you're moving, like it, the number on there doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. matter as long as you're getting up and moving. But I think people can get caught, caught up in the number you know but whatever it's yeah i think it's a good thing to want to get more steps regardless yeah and yeah i I can bring self-awareness in that regard and you can see like calorie burn let's say one day when you're more active and on your watch it shows that it's higher when you're more active and you're like oh i like that my calorie burns higher even though it's not accurate but Mm -hmm. it's showing higher so you can kind of get an idea oh i burn more calories on this day i can probably get away with eating a little more this day if i you know yeah to when i only burn this amount of calories on this day so you can kind of get an idea it's just where you are and your activity levels you know heart rate and stuff sleep but again they're not super accurate but you can still get a general idea and the goal is to not rely on these numbers obviously and Mm -hmm. to let the data dictate you know your levels of fitness your levels of health how you feel i do think that that happens a lot where people get fixated on what the data is showing them Mm -hmm. i mean i did it i've done it before where it's like i'm only burning this many calories i need to lean back on what i'm consuming which i mean if it looks like i'm not gaining weight Mm -hmm. then i don't need to restrict calories yeah you have to go off of more than just what the watch is saying. Yeah, and another study, um, this was done in 2018, they tested VO2 max and energy expenditure. So, like, how many calories you burn, basically. And they used fitness trackers, I think Garmin fitness trackers, that brand. Never heard of that. That's pretty popular. Um, and then they used the indirect calorimetry which is like kind of the gold standard for actually testing like how many calories you burn and like your vo2 max the most accurately and stuff and what they found they compared the difference between the two and they found the watch is pretty much overshot or way undershot on both vo2 max and energy expenditure mm-hmm. so that's I mean, interesting yeah so again and there's a lot more that goes into you know burning calories than just movement mm-hmm. like yeah metabolism is one of those things like it's hard to understand as is and a watch definitely isn't going to get it accurate it's just not the case like Mm -hmm. i've seen it um we we wear whoops and yeah we have the newest straps but we had the the, which is like the 4.0 we had 3.0 before this and switching from the 3.0 to the 4.0 was like a couple thousand calorie or not a thousand close to a thousand difference in calories burnt for me yeah mine was <clears throat> like, a couple of hundred but still like so it's know, like which one's ac- like is, yeah how do i well, i think i like not. the whoop the most because it it has a built-in journal and it can just like i just track my behaviors and it just mm-hmm. kind of shows me like i did this the day before and my recovery saying it's green yeah or i didn't do this the day before and my recovery is showing me that i'm in the red or whatever i just kind of like seeing b 
behaviors and how it impacts what the watch is saying my recovery is. But also there's some days where I'm in the green and I feel like I didn't recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's where you need to listen to your body. You yeah. Know? And then, yeah, the worst thing you can do is to look at it a hundred percent. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is all truth and I need to live and die by this. Yeah. Because yeah, same thing for me. There's times where my recovery yeah, is red or like my heart rate is high. My HRV is low. Everything's off, mm-hmm. but I feel like really good. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand. And then, yeah, the opposite where I'm in the green, but I feel like absolute ass. And it's like, okay, like, do I, am I going to listen to this or am I going to go off how I feel? And yeah. more often than not, you should go off mm-hmm. how you feel. But one thing I do like about the whoop is that if there is a couple days where I'm feeling like I'm in the red or I'm not recovering or something, it just kind of helps me see that something something's off. I'm doing something off. Mm-hmm. I mean, that pretty much goes back to behavior stuff. Well, it's, it seems to be pretty accurate. We sound really biased, and there's lots of... No, I love my Whoop. Yeah, there's I lots there's lots of good options whoop. out there. Like the Aura Ring, I think, is pretty solid. And certain... Apple Watch is fine. Fitbit and stuff, like, that's all fine. Like, some of the newer ones, I think, are pretty good. Um. So, yeah, we're coming just from what we use and what we seem to like mm-hmm. so and you can i mean <laughs> you can wear the whoop all the time it's waterproof you don't have to take it off the battery pack yeah, you slide on a charger yeah and it still is tracking while it's charging it sponsor us whoop sponsor us yeah <laughs> this is free. i i love the whoop but i just want to know that i still listen to my body more than what the device is telling me yeah what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I found that it's pretty accurate. Like if I'm sick or mm-hmm. something, it will show up as my recovery is like red and my HRV, my heart rate variability um, is low. Or your you respiratory know, rate. Respiratory rate's off. Yeah. And I, it's pretty crazy that that's accurate. Like yeah. it shows up on red and then like I get sick and it's like, oh, well, that's weird. Like that I was able to pick that up. Yeah. So I do trust it in that sense. Mm-hmm. But then there's other times where it registers me as a sleep just because I'm at, I'm like just sitting still. Yeah. Like every time we go to see a movie, um, when we're sitting there for two hours in the movie theater, usually it registers as I slept for two hours. And it's like. Yeah. And it's because your heart rate was just. Yeah. Low. And it's like, well. Yeah. Yeah. I understand I'm at. And it, not that it probably throws off my data that much, but that could influence you know the next day what number it gives me because it's like oh he took a two-hour nap when really Mm -hmm. i was awake and yeah yeah it changes like the sleep yeah how much yeah sleep you need yeah but yeah i love the whoop i I do yeah and we're people that love fitness we love to look at that type of data and like keep track of that stuff so you know i would say again it goes back to I think it benefits the person most who is already into fitness and uses the data for, you know, for a reason and not Mm -hmm. just to have the data and kind of basing everything off of it. Uh, I think a a person um, who's into fitness has, you know, an idea of how their body feels, you know, nutrition, sleep, all kind of all that dialed in in a certain way, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, won't live or die by this and kind of uses it as an extra just tool that's handy and can be beneficial to look at, you know, first if they have certain goals, certain health problems, 
whatever it may be mm-hmm. but again for the person who isn't consistent it's just data and yeah there's only so much you can do with the data especially if you don't know what you're looking at and um if you don't if you're not looking at like the root cause of you and why maybe you're struggling with your fitness you know it's just not the answer yeah i don't think for the those type of people again it can be a tool it can help people get active um but looking I, at it 100 percent again is like another thing that i would like to add is that it's it's very educational yeah like i've learned so much just by looking at the different things that i mean you click on something and if you're like i'm not really sure if that means like you can click on another thing and it'll tell you mm-hmm. what it means and i guess just uh, like that is interesting to me and it makes me want to just like keep looking at different numbers that it shows but if someone isn't interested in looking at the Mm -hmm. data they just want to see the numbers then i would say that you shouldn't spend the money yeah save your money yeah i agree yeah again it just goes back to what type of person you are you know and yeah it's just the industry is taken over in a way um the fitness industry yeah it is very much like supplements where people i think kind of not rely but think it's part of the process part of like you need like you mm-hmm. need to get protein powder you need to get bcaa like in yeah workout and everything to like get fit when really it just comes to comes down to changing your habits and your lifestyle and just starting small and you and the extra stuff helps definitely and can be great tools it's like i like to say like for in regards to like pre-workout like you don't need running shoes to run yeah but it sure helps like same thing with pre-workout like you don't need pre-workout to work out but it sure helps especially for the unmotivated people Mm -hmm. you know it gives you that extra boost and i think fitness trackers can be used in that way too to where yeah you know a person's struggling with their motivation and if they look at it and use it in the right way as a tool to where wow, I only burned this many calories, you know, on my watch, you know, mm-hmm. probably not accurate, but still, you know, I'd like to burn more. Yeah. I'd like to be more active and I like to get my heart rate up to this high every day during my workout so mm-hmm. I can build. And another um, thing that I like is that from when I first started using the Whoop, like my body, I'm not relying on the data, but my body through what the data is showing me has changed. Mm-hmm. my hrv has changed my rec- I'm, ha- I'm st- my recovery is changing like i'm staying more days in the green yeah. like it's just good to see that yeah yeah so yeah it can be motivating in that way mm-hmm. for sure but then you have to look at it the other way too like yeah if you're seeing bad results it can be and you're reading that as 100 percent, and you kind of like shut yeah. down and so there's it's just kind of having the right mindset around it yeah yeah, and going back to, like, sleep and stuff, um, I think people probably could benefit most from seeing sleep data out of all the things I, I personally think. Yeah. Seeing, and that's what I like about Whoop, too. Like, you can see, like, when you don't sleep enough, how that affects all these mm-hmm. other variables. And I think people can overlook sleep a lot. So I think out of all the metrics, I would say... It getting a fitness tracker that what like tracks your sleep would be the most beneficial for most people just to see like oh wow i'm actually only sleeping this much i'm awake this much i get up this many times during the night yeah Yeah. 
oh, when I only sleep four hours and have caffeine before bed, I sleep like garbage. And then, yeah, you start to notice it. And that's the thing, again, about the journal with the whoop. Like, you can ask you if you have caffeine. You can just, oh, yeah, I did have caffeine at eight last night and I went to bed at 10. That's probably why Mm -hmm. I slept so bad. And then, yeah, you start to realize connections and how things impact each other yeah and then it's just it's come it's it's on you to adjust and change that Mm -hmm. you slept crappy because you had caffeine at eight at night it's your job the next day to be like let me try something else let me have decaf if i need to sip on something Mm -hmm. besides water before i go to bed i'm gonna have some tea that's decaffeinated yeah and then maybe you slept a couple extra hours Mm mm-hmm yeah, I have a study here. Uh, it was done in 2019 from Yale, um, the Yale Schools of Nursing and Medicine. And they found that only 70% accuracy was found when they used fitness trackers for sleep and wake-up times. It doesn't say what which ones they used. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. I don't know, again, what they used. It could, be, could vary by what tracker you're using and, you know where it's at on your body yeah. or how tight like everything mm-hmm. like little things can throw it off so much but 70 percent accuracy is like relatively high yeah um, but yeah i mean i would think that yeah i feel like that's accurate number yeah and also 38 percent um of the watches only registered or i'm sorry um, when the wearers fell asleep, only 38% of it was registered. So mm. I had a hard time registering when you're actually falling asleep. Okay. Which, again, kind of going back to like what I was saying about the movie theater thing. Yeah. I'm awake and it registers that I'm asleep. It could, you know, do the opposite even. Yeah. I'm asleep and it registers me as awake. But yeah, I've experienced that a couple of times where like I will fall asleep and it doesn't register anything yeah sometimes i'm taking a nap and it doesn't register that Mm, yeah i'm taking one (laughs) yeah yeah the accuracy you just have you can't live or die by it. i think that's Mm -mm. the biggest takeaway here i think a lot of people can so you just have to look at it with a, a grain of salt and listen to your body and listen to how you feel more than anything yeah and i definitely caution people who don't have the best relationship around food i feel like it can because i feel like it can develop like different eating disorders if you're seeing that you're only burning this much you're gonna be tracking your food making sure you're eating under that Mm. i think that some people get to that point where they're strictly looking at the numbers and can kind of develop a bad relationship with food yeah yeah for like me personally mine shows i burn like on average like 2200 calories and i eat consistently way above that yeah near 3000 every day and i don't have a hard time gaining weight so like that right there shows you how that's not accurate like if that was accurate i'd be like overweight by now yeah but yeah so i I mean i don't live or die by that number so Mm -hmm. i think that's super important to just be aware of your body and track your food outside of just what your your watch says yeah but i would just like to add in before we wrap this up that i think it it's pretty amazing that we have stuff like this and that it's great 
that we have tools like this where we can use as a baseline mm. to track our overall habits, health, whatever. Um, yeah, I just think it's pretty cool. And Yeah, I think, yeah, as a baseline. I like that you said that. As a baseline. Great for a baseline. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of a tool that's there to help us. Yeah. We would like to use it, but we don't have to. Mm-hmm. And we don't live or die by it. Yeah. That is it for this episode, guys. (laughs) If you gained or liked anything about it, please, again, follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, Amazon, everywhere. So wherever you get your podcasts, just go hit the follow. Hit the subscribe button. Please. Really appreciate it. It really helps us out. Another way to support us for free is to leave a rating, review, comment, whatever it is. Again, wherever you get your podcasts. Supports us for free free we'd love to see any feedback you can follow us on instagram at the finding fitness podcast you can email us at the finding fitness podcast at gmail.com so send us a dm send us an email reach out get in touch about any topics you want comments concerns whatever it may be can't wait to see you guys the next one peace out bye